it's Jimmy Fallon inviting you to join me on Fox Across America weekdays at 10 a.m. on News Talk 930 KROE. From Sheridan Media News, it's time for Open Line Friday. Your chance to join the conversation and talk about what you want to talk about. Call the Jackson Electric Open Line at 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your hosts on the Jackson Electric Open Lines, Steve Sisson and Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to the Jackson Electric Open Lines. I'm Floyd Whiting and I'm here with my friends Steve Sisson, Trevor Jackson, and Aaron Linden. Madison Danforth is a little under the weather today. Go ahead and give us a call, 674-4443 or 672-5763. Let's head on over to the poll question. Very Halloween. Yeah, I thought Very so. Very Halloween. <laughs> uh, the question is, do you believe in ghosts? And we had the old yes, no, and undecided on there. And right now it is uh, no over the yeses, fairly close, 47 to 44%. And then nine uh, percent undecided, which is a little higher than we normally get for the undecideds. Yeah, but we were kind of talking before the show. It, it may depend on what you think ghosts are. Ghosts yeah. might be too specific. Yeah, yeah, for a term. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because I voted no. I and, can't get on board with Sisson at this point. I, I just can't. I did too. I'm outnumbered I'm, in here. Although I think Trevor's probably with me on the no. I'm 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 on the no yeah. as well. Um, what? I think I stopped believing in ghosts, and this isn't to judge anybody who still does at all, okay? If you want the truth, I, I think I'm probably more undecided than anything else. But if someone were to definitively ask me, do you believe in ghosts, apparitions, phantoms, or ghouls, I'd say no, <laughs> I'm, I'm out. I've seen too many episodes of Scooby-Doo. There's always a, there's always a guy under there. A, yeah. that, that was the, that was the goal. old man withers. Yeah. <laughs> the only other guy they met in the entire episode. Oh, look, it's him. Who would have thought? <laughs> yeah, that's odd. <laughs> yeah, and I would have got away with it, too. I were if you were meddling kids. I imagine that some of those, you know, Freddie was probably behind it just so he could keep everybody in that van. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and make money. There are a lot of conspiracy theories about Scooby-Doo. So. so what is a ghost? Well, I looked up some uh, definitions. A ghost is the soul or spirit of a dead person or animal that can appear to the living. I so have that's... not encountered an animal spirit. An animal ghost. No. Yeah. I think that's rare, there's, I would imagine. You yeah. know, there's legends. Yeah, you know, oh yeah. The, the the old legend of the headless horseman. His his horse his has got to yeah. be a ghost. Yeah, you know? doesn't have to be ghost dog. <laughs> That's there's yeah. legends of ghost. I don't dogs know, but it's right kinda, here in Wyoming. I imagine it's kind of hard for a for a ghost to ride an actual horse, though. It would have to be a ghost horse, wouldn't it? Right. Yeah, I would yeah. think so. Otherwise, I don't know. I think that that's open for debate. Yeah, I don't know what the rules are. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll have to get with someone on that. Someone called Dan Aykroyd. He's pretty good about this stuff. Uh, a ghoul is an evil spirit or a phantom, especially one supposed to rob graves and feed on dead bodies. Ew. Ooh, yeah. yeah. I never knew what a ghoul actually was. Yeah. They always kind of get like lumped into the you know ghosts and ghosts goblins. And ghoul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a ghoul actually has a definition. I can remember as a little kid, they had these kind of trading cards of, of classic definitions of monsters out of Europe. Hmm. Ooh. And uh, like a hobgoblin is a very specific 
animal within mm. legend. He hides in your walls and he comes out and he terrorizes children at night. And that's what a hobgoblin is. Okay. Just a little guy. Wow. Huh. Yeah. And a ghoul was basically like a phantom or a, a grave robber and someone who eats dead bodies. So, <laughs> huh. all yeah. right. Ed Gein. Now, yeah, right. there's also a polter or an apparition. Let's do apparition. An apparition is a ghost or ghost-like image of a person. So I would have to say, mm. how is that different from a ghost? So a ghost, you might see kind of coming down the stairs, you know, the old floating without feet thing. An apparition, I would think, is just standing there. So let's say like the shadow in the corner type of deal, right? That's an apparition. Uh, you can't really make out what it is. The misty. Yeah, kind the of. misty yeah. kind of ghost. Okay. Now, a poltergeist is a ghost or or other supernatural being supposedly responsible for physical disturbances, loud noises, things mm. moving throughout the house. Mm -hmm. That's when you have poltergeist activity, when whatever the apparition ghost is can f move something within the physical world. So is a poltergeist caused by a ghost? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so it would have to be like a ghost or a spirit or something within the house. You mm. know, uh, But have you ever seen that? Have you ever seen something move and then you just, in your mind, you're like, okay, I can explain that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's yeah. kind of the, the human nature is you mm -hmm. go, oh, it was wind. It was something. Yeah. yeah. But a lot of times that, that happens, I look at it and I'm like, Okay, there's something else going on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, you know, a lot of times we have to look at these situations because there's there's the skeptic and there's the believer, mm, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So the believer is going to say, wow, we can't explain that. And, and I'm not saying that they jump to conclusions. I'm just saying maybe they're more open. Maybe they actually end up do having more of a scientific mind where they look at their skeptic friend and they're like, you just want to explain this away. I want to say that maybe it's something we have yet to understand. Mm. So they're approaching it more with an open <clears throat> mind. Yeah. So I don't right. want anybody out there who believes in ghosts and they're like, you know what? I got a situation that can't explain. I'm not in any way criticizing anyone who believes that kind of stuff because you may be approaching this better than I am because I would look at something and simply say, that's the wind. Yeah. Uh, it's electromagnetic fields from the... See, I'm, in the, I'm in the middle yeah. somewhere yeah. because I look at it and I'm like, okay, <clears throat> that glass should not have slid across the table by itself. <laughs> but can I explain it away? Sure. But at the same time, I'm like, eh, I think there's something else going on there. You know, for the longest time, I followed this TV show. And it has something to do with adventures surrounding ghosts. Or ghosts. Something. Right. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, these guys would go out to all these haunted places, and they would investigate these things. And it all started from one documentary mm -hmm. where they went to a particular place, and they actually caught something on film that just blew my mind. Because... They took it to all these different, you know, physicists to explain how this... Because it was a break. It wasn't like something small. Right. This was a brick that lifted into the air and flew across a room, and they got it on video. That's really strong wind. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's where I'm sitting there going, okay, did they actually capture, capture something on film here? Hmm. Like, we really have to take a step back and look at this and be critical right. about it. Open your mind. 
did we actually catch it? So they took it all these individuals. All these individuals were like, oh, well, it's got to be picked up at this point because of the, you know, the way that it flies across the room. This was obviously thrown. And these, these are from, you know, professors who are saying this stuff. And other people are looking at the tape saying, no, it's not, you know, fiddled with in any way. You guys actually captured this. So I started following this show because I was like, these guys actually might be somewhat legitimate. Well, years pass. I, I saw multiple episodes of this. Mm-hmm. One of the guys leaves. He goes on a podcast and he says, well, <clears throat> sometimes we'd get to certain areas and nothing would happen. So the producers would say, get back in there. Something's going to happen. Uh-huh. Oh. And instantly I was like, all right. Movie now, magic. Yep, now I'm turned off, man. What is going on? Now you're out there faking stuff. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I heard that, I just, I felt betrayed. You know, right. where I was like, come <laughs> on. But I don't I do not like individuals who feed on that kind of attention. Uh, you know, if you're out there being a ghostbuster or someone who wants to disprove or prove the existence of ghosts, I'm all for it. Go do this. Study the supernatural. I support it. Let's get you a grant. But if you're somebody who's like, we'll just create it so that these people pay me to do this. Right. Hey, you're a charlatan. You know, yeah. you're, you're a, David Blaine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. John Edward crossing over. Oh my gosh, that guy. <laughs> so, I, I mean, then then you just disgust me because you're playing on individuals who do believe in this stuff and and are may actually be trying to do something, right? You know? So, yeah. So that's kind of where I stand on on Ghostbusters and and people who prove or disprove that. And there's a great series. Uh, it's on YouTube. Two guys, one who believes way too much, <laughs> and the other guy doesn't believe at all. And they have gone, I mean, there's like seven or eight seasons of this, hmm. and they have gone to every major haunted location in the world. They've been everywhere. Now, there's a gig, and right? They, and, and, and they spend entire, the entire night. They've, they've never run out of a location dramatically like I've seen other people. You know, <laughs> oh, we can't stay yeah. here. We jumped out right. of the third and, floor. And, and then they tease with that. They open with that. Right, Of the right. big climax. And exactly. How did we get to this point? And so these two have been everywhere. And the skeptic, still a skeptic. He still went down every single dark hallway, stayed the night in every single dark basement, and woke up, stretched out, and... Said right there on camera, oh, I got great sleep. Nothing, <laughs> like, nothing bothered me. I mean, and, and they do it alone. So that's where I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm the skeptic in that. See, I'm, but the, and that's the thing is some people will, you know, they're not scared of anything. Put yeah. me in the creepiest basement that's the most mm-hmm. haunted place in the world. I don't care. It's dark and cold. <laughs> I'm going to sleep great. Yeah. <laughs> There's other people that wouldn't last two minutes. No, exactly. Because it's in their mind. I'm in the middle. Where I'm like, okay, this place is super creepy, and if I hear a noise, I'm probably not going to run out dramatically, but I'm probably going to be like, oh, I got to go outside and take this call. Yeah, right. Now, if the walls are bleeding, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think if there are actual, like, spirit ghosts, they would mess with the people who were more susceptible, right? Like, intentionally. Well, I think you got somebody you can't, like, play a joke on. Right. You're going to leave them alone. Right. Well, maybe. Yeah, I've thought about but that. But I think yeah. there's people, you know, you've got your mediums, you've got your, you know, your tarot card reader people, you know, the people that are m- more connected, maybe. I mean, some yeah, of them, yes, are charlatans. Yeah. 
But I also think it's interesting that as we get older, we're less susceptible to believing it. Kids, you know, they're like, oh, I saw a little Johnny going yeah. down the hallway. Yeah. Did they? Yeah. Is it their imagination or are they just more open to it? And some people, as they get into adulthood, keep that open connection with things. Now, I don't know. Yeah. And, and just on that point that you made, children, there's a certain part of the brain that sends out various waves. And, and I can't remember what it was, and I really feel uncomfortable speaking on it, but much smarter people know about this. They scanned the brain of children and found out that a particular section of the brain is more active in the younger kids. And, and this inspires imagination, right. you know, play, and, and it's constantly going. And so when a little kid picks up a, you know, a, a stick and that's his sword, that's his sword, right? right. you know? Yeah, you and can really get into it and believe yes, it. He, yeah. Because that section of the brain is feeding everything. Right. As you age, that section of the brain calms down. And so what if, okay, going along with what you said, mm -hmm. what if it's that section of the brain that allows you to see, hear, and experience various things on certain levels that as an adult you cannot see, you cannot hear, and you cannot feel? Mm -hmm. Well, and that's interesting too because I read an article, and again, I don't know that much about it, but... You can see certain wavelengths and you can hear up to, you know, a certain hertz mm -hmm, kind mm -hmm. of thing. But outside of that spectrum, we can't see or hear what's going on around us. We're, we're attuned to what we can see. I can see you. I can hear you. There could be a lot of stuff going on that we don't see or hear. Yeah. What if there's people that can? That's, you know, maybe there's just some part of the brain, like you said, that's just a little more attuned to that, that doesn't shrivel up like a raisin and die yeah. as we get older. And the other side of it is, you know, most people are sitting in front of their phone. There could be a <laughs> distracted spirit yeah. going on over here, you know, <laughs> right, and yeah. they're like, look at this TikTok video. You know, I mean, we're just not, we're Paying just attention. not focused on it. I mean, you go back biblical times, even, you know, angels and things like that mm -hmm. appearing all the time. You don't hear those stories anymore, really. Yeah, not not nearly as much. Yeah, because we're so distracted. Maybe mm. I don't know. And maybe we are. That's a good point. Um, yeah, a lot of times, <laughs> you or know, the... maybe it just was never there. <laughs> See, there you go. And, and there you go. It doesn't yeah. exist. It's poppycock, balderdash, <laughs> and, and here's the Roger Ebert Fiddle of the <laughs> yeah. thumbs down on ghost so, stories. So pretty much everyone who's worked here at the radio station by themselves oh, here at we night, go. Oh, here we go. <laughs> except for, for Trevor, Trevor. <laughs> in unison, yeah, here we go, has a story to tell. Well, well, yeah. well. Now, I've, I've been here uh, pretty late at night uh, covering election stuff, um, but I wasn't here alone. I was here with Ron. Mm. Uh, we were here for a couple hours, but I, you know, and that's only one night, okay? I haven't spent hours upon hours upon hours in this building uh, late at night by myself. Oh, my gosh. I'm so doing that tonight. <laughs> right? I thought about it. I really have. I thought, you know, because I'm, I'm open to it, and I'll— um, I would like to believe this stuff. I I did when I was a kid. Mm. 
I mean, you know, someone telling ghost stories around the old campfire. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy, I was on edge. I was like, oh, that really happened to that person. He had a hook for a hand? What are you talking about? You know? <laughs> like, I was, I was way into it. But at the same time, you know, as you age, you learn more about science. You learn more about the physical world. You learn more, you know. So yeah. you're like, well, I can explain that stuff. Yeah, like, right, right. You know, when I saw that, it was this. And, and, and there are things like Steve... You know, you can speak on this. Mm -hmm. uh, there is like electromagnetic waves that go through the air when you're surrounded by electric uh, equipment. There's a lot of energy in this building. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah. I mean, if you believe that that is part of it, then yeah, this, the the conditions are right here for stuff to happen. And I think a lot of, uh, like I said, people who've worked here by themselves, the, the most common thing you hear, uh, almost everyone has the same stories too. Uh, you hear people walking around, like the studios are all downstairs, sales offices are upstairs. You hear people walking upstairs, or a person, and you'll go up there and there'll be nobody there. I've heard people come down the stairs and expect to see someone coming around the corner. Your office is right underneath those stairs. Oh, yeah, and, and in, those, in that office, uh, the, the footsteps upstairs sound like elephants normally during the day. Yeah. So and you can't miss it. And you hear somebody coming down the stairs, I'm right under the stairs. So you can hear that. You expect somebody to come around the corner, there's nobody there. So... I don't know what it is. I now I will say this is a very busy building. Yes, uh, there's individuals coming and going all the time, and that happens at all times of the day too. Like uh, somebody could pop in at like ten, eleven o'clock, finish at night. some right. work, yeah. or start early on something. Yeah, happens all the time. So that could be what it is. Ah. Uh, but I would still expect to like bump into them once in a while. Right, and that hasn't happened, especially if you go looking for them. And Ron has a story to tell where he was here and it was snowing, a lot of snow. Yeah, fresh snowfall. He heard somebody doing something upstairs, went up there, there was nobody there, no footprints or tire tracks in the snow. So where'd they come from? Where'd they go? Now, you know, when I, was, Joe. <laughs> I was just thinking that <laughs> when I was a kid, I would go to my dad and I would say, I can hear noises here. I can hear noises there. And dad said, look, homes, buildings, they settle all the time. Yes. Wood yep. on wood creaks when it moves. Mm -hmm. Especially it, with temperature changes. Yeah, and that's absolutely. why things happen at night, because stuff starts to cool down, it yeah. shrinks, and things move around. And, you know, maybe this a lot of this is from, from my father, because he's, he's a skeptic. He doesn't believe any of it. So as a child, if I tried to explain something like this, instantly my dad would dispel everything mm. you know he would and i'm not saying that to be mean uh you right. know to my dad where he's like he removed all magic from my life <laughs> <laughs> no yeah what i'm saying <laughs> is it's just not the way my father thinks you know my my father uh smartest man in the world that i know and he's he's read so much and knows so many different things that his explanations were written in stone for mm. me you know my dad if 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 my dad said it then that's just the way it is so as soon as dad would say well you know let's look at what that sound was boom instantly it's explained and it's removed from my nine-year-old mind it's no longer a ghost it's the house settling sure <clears throat> i don't know i've <clears throat> had enough weird experiences that, that that's why i'm on the fence i'm like there's got to be an explanation for it, but could that explanation be something ethereal, supernatural? Mm -hmm. We were down in an old building downtown one night, late, late. There's nobody on the second floor, and we're in the back, and we hear the most hellacious 
crash sound. I mean, it's like metal and glass, like unmistakable. Something fell down and broke. Walked around the entire place. Nothing. What? It, what is that? There's nobody around. Yeah. There's nobody upstairs. There's nothing disturbed. It was, I mean, you could hear it. Mm-hmm. What was it? Who knows? <laughs> I've seen things, you know. We were at, <laughs> back when the Sheridan Inn actually had, I think it was Rib and Chop was in there. There were three of us sitting there having a, a business lunch. And on the table, like right across from us, a wine glass slid across the table, fell off, did a flip, and landed perfectly. <laughs> All nice. three of us saw it. What was that? See, that's There's no windows open. There's nothing else That's when going I get up on. and leave. <laughs> <laughs> that's when Trevor runs out dramatically. He does, check please, like his face balls. Uh, yeah. So that's the thing. Like, it, like one person could see something, and it could just be like, you know, they were imagining it. But if, if more than one person sees it, yeah. right. that, that, yeah. that lends credibility to it. Or it's it, mass hysteria. Yeah. It's mass hysteria. Yeah. 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 Well, Phoenix Lights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who knows? You can't. I mean, when a whole friigging city steps up and says, "We saw this man," oh, it was just flares. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I yeah. mean, but there's never on. any proof. But yeah. that's like all the these, you know, weird part of it. There's never you know all these TV shows, you know, ghost hunters and all that stuff, or we're searching for Bigfoot. There's never any. They have never had evidence. No. No. It's like that episode of Futurama where they have the UFO right there and the guy takes a picture of it and it's just blurry. Yeah. They can't take a good picture <laughs> of it. Yeah, right. It shows up as like the Loch Ness monster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. But, they, but he's right. Yeah. It's totally right. But that's, you know, that's part of it is how do you prove it? You can't catch a ghost. Well, they during the movie. Ghost. Well, that movie. <laughs> There's also a big giant marshmallow guy. Come on. Now, see, that I, w- that I believe in. The State Puff Marshmallow Man. It's like 14 stories tall. All right, we got to take a quick commercial break. This is the Jackson Electric Open Lines on 930. KROE 103.9 FM. Shared. From the simplest to the most complex electrical applications, Jackson Electric has the knowledge, experience, and reputation to meet and exceed any electrical need or equipment. Jackson Electric expertise even includes phone systems, data systems, LED lighting systems, fire alarm systems, and irrigation systems, residential, commercial, industrial, agricultural. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, Jackson Electric does it. 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Marissa, Megan, Elena, Izzy, and Zach. These are your 2022 Sheridan Startup Challenge finalists vying for a share of $100,000 to launch their idea. Jessica here from Impact 307 inviting you to the Wild Theater on Tuesday, November 1st at 5.30 p.m. for pitch night. After presentations, eat, drink, and chat with the talent until the winners are announced. It's free, open to the public, and will be live streamed on SheridanMedia.com. See you November 1st, 5.30 p.m. at the Wild Theater. It's fall. Hi, Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. You can't go wrong when you turn to the Sheridan Commercial Company for helpful supplies for fall projects like weather stripping, caulking, insulating, and heat taping, finishing up any exterior painting and staining projects. Make sure to check all your smoke detectors and carbon monoxide detectors, as well as checking your fire extinguishers. We're your locally owned hardware store and have been since 1892. The Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway, open seven days 
days a week. Hey, hockey fans, get your jerseys ready. Your Sheridan Hawks are back on the home ice this weekend. Grab your jerseys, head to the M&M Center on Friday and Saturday night. The Sheridan Junior Hawks take on the Helena Bighorns. Gates open at 6.30. They drop the puck at 7.30. Admission $10 for adults, $8 for seniors and students in military. Kids under four are free. Hit the concessions early and get set for an evening of high energy. Your Sheridan Junior Hawks on the home ice on Friday and Saturday night. Plan to attend the Caleb Shrine Christmas Bazaar this weekend at the Shrine Temple in Sheridan. Sale hours are 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. Enjoy shopping and lunch with Indian tacos and pie for just $15. They'll have hourly door prize drawings, and you'll want to purchase raffle tickets for a custom-built fly rod and reel, a custom-tooled leather satchel, a Ligurski meat certificate, or a Visa gift card. The Caleb Shrine Christmas Bazaar, this Saturday, 8 to 2, at the Sheridan Caleb Shrine Temple. Lots of fresh faces on the lot at Hammer Chevrolet, Troy Baker. Bob, we have a 2021 GMC Canyon all-terrain for $45,000. A 2020 Blazer Premier for $43,295. A GMC Terrain Denali all-wheel drive for $35,495. Or a Chevy Silverado half-ton with a 3.0 Duramax engine for $49,995. All of our pre-owned vehicles are priced below NADA book value. Hammer Chevrolet, 107 Nostalgia, online, hammerchevy.com. Good morning and welcome back to Jackson Electric Open Lines. I'm Floyd Whiting here with my friends Trevor Jackson, Aaron Linden, and Mr. Steve Sisson. We were gonna Mister. put like a we were gonna put like a little apparition of Madison in the corner. <laughs> but now yeah. now yeah. we just have a just have a soda. A yeah. Soda yeah. sitting there instead. <laughs> yeah. Poor Madison. She's feeling under the weather today, so she is not with us. We're talking about ghosts. Do you believe in them? Do you not? Uh, are you undecided? Give us a call, 674-4443 or 672-5763. Uh, if you've got a story, just uh, uh, tell us kind of the main parts uh, real quick. Uh, you know, there's a lot of different stories out there, and, of course, there's haunted locations all over our state right here. Now, Aaron, you were talking about the shadow men. Mm. Uh, now, now this is a discussion that we've had before because I suffer from sleep paralysis, and this right. is a very strange condition, uh, but it's a condition that has plagued man since the dawn of time. You can look back at old paintings, right? Uh, and uh, these old paintings uh, show, like, a demon sitting on a person in the middle of the mm. night because they thought it was, like, you know, of course... Succubus. It's, it's God yeah. and the devil, and, right. and the devil's trying to get you while you're sleeping. When the fact of the matter is, what sleep paralysis is, is it's a condition where the brain shuts off certain functions of the human body while we sleep. And this is so that when you're dreaming, you're not running around your room kicking your wife or your husband. <laughs> right. Some people uh, do. <laughs> now, yeah. You're basically put into like a form of paralysis while you're asleep. Um, you can wake up during that. Uh, some people do. It's a terrifying thing to experience. You wake up, you cannot move a single muscle. Uh, you can't figure out why. But at the same time, they believe that the subconscious is still overactive mm -hmm. during this moment. Subconscious is basically where you get your dreams from. Now you're half in, half out. Your subconscious right. is functioning with your conscious at the same time. So you get shadow men. Yeah, so you're, you're blending 
reality with what you're seeing with, with whatever is coming up in your subconscious. With whatever your subconscious See, is throwing out there. But here's where you throw the hitch and the giddy up. I'll, I'll share this because this is... Before you share that, okay. let me let me get to a caller real oh, yeah. quick. We got two on uh, waiting in the winds. Uh, go ahead. You're on the Jackson Electric open line. Another beautiful day in Sheridan County. Absolutely it is. is. There's uh, Nikola Tesla was experiencing or experimenting with some of this stuff, and I know these currents in the Earth have an effect. Uh, had an experience with uh, transmission lines, um, and the induction rate that occurred between uh, power and telephone lines, and it would change from season to season. You'd have uh, special coils to put on there to drain this uh, inducted electricity off, and it would abate at a certain time and then come back again for seemingly no reason, but um, I bounced that off AT&T engineers, and they couldn't explain it. Uh, the only thing you could do was deal with it and... Uh, uh, either disconnect a coil in one place and hook it up in another as uh, the currents in the earth shifted around and changed the induction rates in, uh, over an area. It's uh, kind of uh, interesting, but that's a moot point now because your old uh, metallic circuits are no longer exist in a lot of places. It's all fiber optic, and that's not even um, affected by um, these currents and stuff like that. It's interesting, though, heard. isn't it? Yeah, well, there's a, you know, we deal with RF issues here in this building. We have two big AM transmitters with a tower right outside, and it will mm-hmm. just one day change for no apparent reason. The weather will change it, like ground conditions, the moisture in the ground will change, sure. the grounding in the RF will change mm-hmm. from that. That explains some of it, but it doesn't explain all of the changes you have to deal with. Like, even as well, somebody was... who works on this stuff, mm-hmm. you can sit here and say, there's some weird... There's some voodoo going on, yeah. yeah. I mean, we know what it does. We don't know why it does it. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Well, Go ahead. There there was another interesting thing that happened. I went by this place. Um, now, there was a bit of a breeze blowing, and water in other places was rippling and everything. This place, is, the water was black and dead calm. And the closer I got to this area... The worse I felt, in fact, it felt like I was almost suffocating, and I knew that I should not go in there. I don't know that there were no frogs or any mm. kind of insects buzzing around. This this place had a, an aura around it that was absolutely dead, and I had this awful feeling that I should not go there. Interesting. I don't know what it was. But I knew I had to get the hell out of there. Interesting. You know, I <clears throat> I do believe um, that certain things can happen in certain locations and hold on to something. Okay. Mm. Yeah, well, the energy, whatever, whatever it is. that is, whatever that is. Because I've been in an area like that where something absolutely terrible has happened, and and you just you feel it. Mm-hmm. And you, mm-hmm. you, you, you want to get out of there. And maybe that is something we get from, say, like our ancient ancestors who, you know, through the act of survival alone, 
have more passed down this weird sixth sense mm. where it's, you know, it's kind of located right on the back of your neck. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> it, it, like something is susceptible yeah. back there. Something kind of alerts. It's, it's right. not perks not, up. Yeah. It's yeah. not a gland. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, but there's something on the back of our necks that just alerts us. Mm-hmm. It, you can feel that hair stand up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this, I think this extends to, uh, some hunters and stuff like that. Now, you would think that animals would uh, be aware that someone is watching them. Um, maybe if you're using binocular or something like that, that's not the same thing as being in the vicinity. Right, right. But um, people get that same thing. You think, you know, that you have a feeling you're being watched, and the more you look around, and all of a sudden, there they are. There, you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. There, I... There was a martial arts instructor in Japan who still teaches uh, ninjutsu, and I know, I'm I'm not going to go off on a tangent here, but the fact of the matter is, we actually have and still to this day send some special ops over to this individual. Uh, he is a descendant of basically Japan's last ninjas. He teaches mm. that you do have a sixth sense, and if you don't pay attention to it. It won't develop fully. Uh, so you know you, when you're being watched. They believe this. They teach this. And if you train yourself to feel it and know it, you will feel when someone's watching you. Hmm. And he actually teaches so people not to look a, it, at who they're yes, about to strike. Because hmm. they It would probably may be have. an electrical field. See, and, I thought that aura, same thing. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. possibly. Yeah, it's a it's a really interesting point. I'm glad you brought it up. Thanks for your call this morning. All right, we got to go on to another caller real quick. Uh, go ahead. You're on the Jackson Electric Open Line. Well, first off, which one of you guys do you keep under the stairs? <laughs> I, I have graduated to a larger office under the stairs. It wasn't like yeah. literally a little cave. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, that would be me. Is I'm it sorry. Was that Is it Trevor? No, uh, we should, though. Yeah. <laughs> He's rolling his eyes. <laughs> no, Steve lives oh, under the stairs. I'm yeah. glad to hear he's moving up in the world anyway. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, I have a true story to tell you, and I'll try not to make it too long. And I usually don't tell anybody because I get laughed at, but people that have, I don't know, I, I guess they never experience anything. But anyway... Uh, when I lived out at Bighorn, I got what I've called ever since spirits in my house. And the only thing I can figure out that I did to cause it maybe is I was reading where you could use a deck of cards to foretell the future, a regular deck of cards. And that's the only thing maybe cause it, I don't know. But anyway, uh, not long after that, I started having weird things happen in my house. Uh, Sometimes there'd be a cold wind blowing inside the house when there was no wind outside. And probably, and I could hear footsteps, things like that. And and sometimes when I was in the bathroom uh, getting ready to take a shower or something, I could hear somebody 
scrape their fingernails on the bathroom door. <laughs> and uh, the dog knew there was something there because the dog's hair would stand straight up on his neck, and he'd stand there and, and look at something. I don't know whether dogs can see them or they just sense that they're there, but that dog would growl, and and you could tell something bad was there. It always and, makes you feel uncomfortable when the animal sees or yeah, hears when, something, right? You know, when the yeah. dog all of a sudden just kind of looks into the corner and just <laughs> yeah. won't let it go. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, uh. Yeah. Now, dogs, I trust. Cats will just do that because they're jerks. Just because right. they're cats. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, the, probably the strangest thing that happened is uh, my mother dropped by wanted me to go to church with her and she wanted me to look up something in the bible i had this great big home bible so i opened the bible up and read it and i left my bible open to that verse uh on the kitchen table and later when they came back from church i walked in there and my bible looked like it had blood all over it mm. And I'll always regret that I never got that analyzed, tested. But mm. anyway, you could see where it had dripped onto that passage I read. And then somebody took their finger and smeared it all over that page. And it soaked down through <clears throat> probably six pages, something like that. And then uh, I... That's when I knew they were there, and I told them to get out of my house. And I wasn't real nice about it. Somebody from Cambodia told me that you're supposed to ask them nice to leave your house. Maybe they will. But anyway, uh, later on when I was in town, my house burned down. And... The fire marshal came out and checked it out, tried to figure out what caused it. And I was with him, and he explained everything, how they they tell, you know, where the fire started and everything. Anyway, he said he couldn't explain what started the fire because there was nothing there to start a fire. There was no electrical wiring or or the furnace was far away and all that. And I didn't say anything to him, but uh, I kind of had a feeling maybe the spirit or spirit did it. And probably about two weeks ago, I happened to read about poltergeists. And they're a spirit that likes to mess with you. And, you know, they'll just cause trouble. They will. Uh, and I, I'm really sorry about your house. That's terrible terrible news well let, uh, let me well thank you but let me finish uh i found out and i was kind of shocked when i read it but sometimes polder guys start fires so i don't know i guess maybe that's what was in my house and i have one more experience i'll try to keep it short i was in the philippines one time and this is kind of similar to what Mike was talking about. 
uh, me and a girl went to see the old Spanish fort that's in Manila. And when the Japanese took over the Philippines, they used that fort for a prison for just to throw people in. And they had a bunch, a whole bunch of civilians locked in this room. And it's like an old castle is what it is. Anyway, it's a pretty big room, and it has bars in front of it, like a jail. Well, anyway, those people were locked in there, and the Japanese soldiers shot them all. And the people couldn't go anywhere. They were just locked in there being used for targets. Well, anyway, we were standing there looking in this room, and it was starting to get dark. And all of a sudden, we had a horrible feeling like there was something there that we couldn't see and something evil we didn't want to be around. And we almost fell over each other getting out of there. We couldn't get out of there fast enough. So that was kind of an experience like Mike had. So anyway, there are things there we can't see. and. And there are. I, I gotta. I gotta get moving. Uh, we gotta go uh, to another caller. I appreciate your call. Go ahead. You're on the Jackson Electric open line. Hello. Good morning. Hi. This is the other Aaron. Oh my God! It's the it's the better Aaron. <laughs> it is so true and so terrifying. And I didn't want to admit anything to anybody. Especially Aaron, I didn't want him to think I was nuts. We like haven't. We haven't know that. We haven't gotten to the story yet. <laughs> oh, you didn't? No. See, I just got in after a meeting, and I thought you'd told it. No. Okay. So anyway, it's all true, and I have a lot of experience with that kind of thing. Which Aaron was always kind of like, I don't know about it. Um, and I just always wonder, you know, from biblical on, we talk about spirits that can be seen or felt. We know energy is neither created nor destroyed. So I believe there's always something to it. So the story goes... I got three minutes, brother. Okay, super quick. I'm going to go. Okay, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) We both wake up. Can't move, can't talk, can't anything. There's a shadow guy. I mean, like, seven feet tall. Yeah. Holding what is apparently a box. I don't know. It's pitch black in the room. He's darker than the room. Yeah. I want to yell. I want to call out, you know, names of people in the house to yeah. make sure it's not them. I want to reach for a snub-nosed 38. I mean, it's terrifying. Can't move, can't talk, can't scream, nothing. All of a sudden, he disappears. Like, into the closet. Immediately, I'm able to move. I get up, grab the gun. I'm all over the house. I'm looking for everything. Yeah, yeah. Can't see anything, can't find anything. Nothing's out of place. Come back up to the room. The better Aaron has like fainting goat syndrome. Like she gets terrified and just falls asleep, whatever. I didn't know she was <laughs> awake at the time. I didn't think she saw it. I thought it was that that thing. Yeah. You know, one person sees this thing, whatever. Right, right. I'm terrified. I can't really go back to bed. Finally end up going back to bed. I get up the next morning, go down. I'm making coffee and I'm standing there drinking it going, God, what in the world was that? She comes down and she looks at me and she goes, do you want to talk about last night? And I'm like, what about it? She starts telling part of the story. I start telling part of the story. Everything matches up. She saw exactly what I saw. I saw what she saw. Both of us saw it. Neither of us could move. Neither of us could do anything. 
Her daughter, Gingy, explains it as, you both had the same dream. <laughs> I'm like, is that any less weird? That doesn't seem very right, likely. Right. But yeah, if right. it would have been me, I would have ex- explained it off sleep paralysis. Yeah. Yeah. It, there's, there's, I, I was you know, out of my mind for a while, whatever. We both saw the exact same thing, didn't know that we saw the same thing, and started talking about it in unison. We saw the, the same, same thing. thing. Up until that point, I had always kind of explained it away. Like, oh, it's interesting. You know, I like the conspiracy theory things because of good stories. But I could explain it away. When we had that experience, I was like, okay, I'm I'm starting to get on board with there's something else going on. And, you know, this is something that we've always talked about whenever we're talking about anything supernatural. Stephen Hawking presented mm-hmm. the the multi-universe theory mm-hmm. okay now with the multi-dimensional theory we have to because supposedly they're innumerable every single decision splits right the universe so you have to explore the idea that within one or more of these universes is a species that can travel wherever they want to go within them right i've often thought if the shadow man was one of these and if they're just scientists if they're just observers who knows who knows and i think that's one of the best parts about ghosts we will never know you never know we will never know. one thing i think you can certainly say for sure is there's stuff out there we don't know what it is right halloween weekend watch shadow people it's (laughs) it's a movie it's great (laughs) all right folks thanks for tuning in thanks for engaging with us this has been the jackson electric open lines on 930 kroe and 103.9 fm Sheridan, stay scared. From the simplest to the most complex electrical applications, Jackson Electric has the knowledge, experience, and reputation to meet and exceed any electrical need or equipment. Jackson Electric expertise even includes phone systems, data systems, LED lighting systems, fire alarm systems, and irrigation systems. Residential, commercial, industrial, agricultural. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, Jackson Electric does it. 1851 North Main and Sheridan. Having your own business can be overwhelming. Parker Mellinger can make your life easier with payroll preparation, accounting, and tax services. Our fixed price agreement is set according to your needs and features unlimited phone calls and meetings for one monthly fee. Choose only the services you need and we will tailor them to fit your business. Call today to see how we can provide you with cost-effective solutions. Parker Mellinger, 1811 South Sheridan Avenue in Sheridan. Quality 